everyone. Your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. And we've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you. So let's get started. Today is episode 153, Refresh Your Entry for 2018. And girls, I think the entry is probably one of the most overlooked places in our home. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. And that's really where you set the statement. That's your first impressions. So you don't want people to walk in and that's where you throw your dirty socks or something. Yes. Oh, it's a free of dirty socks. Dirty socks free (laughs) zone. (laughs) Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But we have some really good ideas uh, for you to take a second look at your entryway, whether it be a grand foyer or just a door that comes into a room that you could put, that you could just have a little bit of space to put some pretty things there that are not only, here's my favorite two words together, functional and fabulous. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. My fave. So we're going to be talking about that today. Now, let's do this. Let's talk. We have before, but just we'll refresh our listeners' memories. What kind of an entryway do you have, Anita? I have an entryway that doesn't have a lot of room for anything. So it's a very... Where does it... Tell me where it goes into. Well, you open the door and you're in a hallway... It's a brand new Mm -hmm. house, so Mm -hmm. there's the study on the left, the dining room on the right, but Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's a nice size hallway, but it's, there's no nook or anything for a sofa table or, I mean, a buffet or any Mm -hmm. kind of tables or chairs. So you just come straight in and then there's the the bathroom on the left and some closets and then you open up in the back. It's the big living area, the keeping room, the living room and, and kitchen and breakfast room are all in the back. Mm-hmm. How about you? How about you, Kelly? Uh, my entry is not that big, but it's probably one of the bigger ones that I've had. So I'm having some fun with it. So I've got some things to add today. You walk in the front door and to the left is the staircase, which uh, just because of the lovely woodworking in the house is is pretty interesting in mm, and of itself. It's beautiful. And, mm-hmm. Thank you. And that creates a little alcove space where I was able to put a table. And if you went to the right, there's the opening to the living room. And mm-hmm. if you went straight ahead, it there's the other door, uh, mm-hmm. which I think was probably, you know, it, in those older homes for heat Draft, and cooling, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So we usually keep that open, but that leads you right into the dining room. Right. Okay. And in my house, my my front door, uh, my I have a pretty ample foyer. It's actually wider than it is deep. Um, uh, to the left uh, of my foyer, as you come in the front door, is my living room. And um, to the right of the foyer is my dining room. And my living room and dining room and foyer are all about the same size. And so the back of my foyer, the back wall, there's an entrance that you can go into the back part of my house, which is my um, kitchen, my family room, breakfast room, da-da-da-da-da, and my stairs face you. So um, they're sort of um, uh, on the wall, basically. And this is the biggest foyer I've had, so I can do a lot with that room. Yeah, I think that's great you have that. That must be really fun to style. It is, but here's the deal. And not we don't really use that. It's definitely for company because 
our family comes through our garage. Ah. So we have a small, we have a small hallway. What we, we call it the mudroom because our house in the past actually did have a mudroom between our garage and our kitchen. And we just sort of have always called it that. And basically it's a hallway. So I can talk about how I style that as well because that is very functional and it's a, a wider hallway that, um, you come in and to, there's a door to the left and a door to the right. The door to the left is my study. The door to the right is a laundry room and then our, a back bathroom. And then, um, but there's, there's not enough room to put uh, a, a table, which I would love to put. I mean, I even thought about a floating table, all, all kinds of things. There's just not enough room. Oh, my dream foyer would have a big, a round pedestals table in the center of it. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Floral arrangement. Now, oh the, yeah, my front foyer wonderful. is big enough for that. Oh. However, mm-hmm. I'd always feel like I'd still be going around it because it's heavily. There's a lot of traffic going on in that area. Yeah, there has to be definitely enough room where you don't have to sort of scoot yourself that around kind the of- table. That kind of foyer usually comes with staff. Yeah. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't I like have that. to, I wouldn't have to squish around it, but still it's an, it's an obstacle no matter, you know, unless, unless it's the size of like my entire downstairs. But I, I just thought it was a little more impractical. So I do keep that pretty open, but let's talk about ways that we can take that area of our home. And whether it be like a front entrance or like us, our garage entrance that we use, we even have another entrance near our, um, our breakfast area that, you know, we just use all the time, but that's basically when we're going out to the patio. So let's talk about really taking a good look at those. And I know that when my kids were little, that back entrance, that entrance going from our garage that we call the mudroom, if I wasn't careful, that could get pretty cluttered, you know, with backpacks and this and that and the other. And we actually have a small closet as well. Um, so let's just talk about ways that we can have a look at it and make it not only functional, but fabulously functional. Yeah. The entryway, I like what you said in the beginning, it's really a, it's a passageway. And so sometimes it is overlooked because you're just going through to to the kitchen or drop something off. So yeah. So people might not think about it as a place to have some really, fabulous destination type decor because you're not going to grab a book and sit in your foyer, but Ex- yeah, it, well, unless your you're my page. son, oh, right? okay. <laughs> when he was little, he, he, um, we'd have to do book reports and read, but reading made him sleepy. So <laughs> our foyer, we found out was big enough that he could walk a big loop around it. Okay. Oh. So when he was, and there wasn't anything there to like, he'd fall over. So we'd make him go read and walk around the foyer. Oh, how funny. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. what a great mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Another thing. So what I wanted to add, if you have a house like mine, there's not really room to put much of interest in the foyer. It really isn't a foyer. It's just kind of a hallway that you come in. My tip is to make it inviting and wonderful for guests coming over is to make sure that the vista you have as you walk in is a beautiful one. So as mm. I walk in, the studies to the left, the dining rooms to the right. So I try to keep the study nice and neat and clean so that as people walk in, it's not mm-hmm. a, a crumpled, you know, fussy mess as they walk in. And you have that beautiful barn door mm-hmm. also. Is that in your foyer? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if Go, the study was a the study. real mm-hmm. mess, I could close it off. But, but that's a beautiful mm-hmm. architectural piece to have in your foyer. 
Mm-hmm, right. So people do notice that. They notice the doors. They enjoy those. And so that's a really nice thing to have in the foyer. Now, you wouldn't hang hooks in your foyer. Like when company comes that people could put their handbag on or if they have a sweater or something like that. No, that's too messy for me. I can't do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's not really a, you would see it in the entire house. So I don't. Mm-mm. I mean, just even for visitors. No. I mean, no. we get a visitor zone only. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Why would I do that? They can't oh, their- No. They- well, first off, it's Houston. They're not wearing coats. Uh, they may have a purse. They can just bring it in. I'll take their purse and they can set it mm-hmm. on a chair. Okay. But, you know, in the crown, she carries her purse everywhere. Have you noticed? So everyone could just have their cur- purse with them all at all times. Yeah. Just in case. Well, but- do- I carry my purse around with me in my house. Don't you all do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And my crown. I wear it everywhere. There you go. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I took the crown off that little sheep, and I've been wearing that. It's well, let me, let, me, let me just tell you about something that I found that I love. I do keep a boot tray. Uh, we do have, I always say, four-season four weather here, and we're going through lots of snow and ice, and it's just, and I love that, but it does do havoc on your hardwood floors. So, you know, people, if they're coming in, um, and want to take their shoes off, they can, or their boots off. So I keep a boot tray there. I also uh, have been looking for an umbrella stand, and I finally found one. Do you know I have an antique floral green stand? That's what's my umbrella stand. It's really cute. Yeah, and I think it's important to have that because, you know, when people come in, now we have a big covered porch, so they can put their umbrella Mm-hmm. you know, out on the covered porch, but it'd be nice just to have a place to bring it in. And my door, I've got uh, side lights on my door, you know, windows. Mm-hmm. So I've got enough room um, that I can actually put a, um, a boot tray and an umbrella stand right there. It does not, on on the left side of my door, and it does not impede it at all, which, you know, I'm very, very fortunate for. But I'm such a proponent of putting things in your foyer that will help people um, feel uh, welcomed and relaxed. And especially like in the wintertime, a boot trace, a great idea. I also think I like the idea of hanging hooks. Um, and only when we have guests, now my foyers, the back of my house is closed off from my foyer. You can't see it. So I found a vertical coat rack. So it's like a long bar and coming off of it, it has all these hooks. It's really, it's really architecturally very pretty. And I, a, a lot of my girlfriends like to just hang their purses on that when they come in, cause they know where it is. Mm-hmm. I um, have to say, I am on the Anita camp, the Cedar Hill farmhouse camp mm-hmm. on the hooks and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we don't have a whole lot of need except today. It's a rainy day. Um, and I, so I don't really, it's not a necessity. And I also am hesitant to have people feel invited to leave stuff in my entry. <laughs> I uh, My daughters already do that. I'm constantly picking it. We have a, a slim, narrow, uh, freestanding sh- sort of shelving unit that I got at that restoration hardware um, warehouse sale, which I love. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I we use that for shoes because there's no closet in my entry. Mm-hmm. So that's where they're supposed to put their shoes. And they're supposed to put, you know, small backpacks and things like that. That doesn't always happen. So I'm putting things away all the time. So my essentials in the entry are a mirror, because yes. I want a mirror in every mm-hmm. room. And I think mm-hmm. a mirror in entry really, really, because oftentimes someone's entry 
it could be a dark space because there might not be any windows. It's in between rooms and you might have a solid door. So it could be a dark area. Mine is brighter because I have a, a lot of glass in my front door, but I hung a mirror recently and man, what a difference mm-hmm. did that make? Um, and I also like to have a place if you have the room to have uh, a some sort of piece of furniture with a drawer where you can have your keys and essentials like that, like we had the dog leash and things like that, because we don't have a back entrance that we would use for mm. coming and going mm-hmm. normally. Yours like, is we- yours are, are those gorgeous, um, beautiful leaded glass doors that go out from your kitchen, right? Into right. your back. So they go out mm-hmm. to the kitchen, to the backyard. Mm-hmm. But then if you were in the backyard, you'd have to open the gate and go back around. So it's not a, a necessarily- mm-hmm. uh, It's not a good traffic pattern. Sure, sure. No. So everybody comes in and out of the front door, which I do like a lot because in prior homes, we were coming up through the garage and I didn't really get to enjoy my front door or now I have the porch. So- uh, you know, that's fine for me. It works. And then I like to have a place where people can sit down to maybe they want to untie their shoes or take their boots off mm-hmm. or, you know, put a heavy package down or something like that. So even if you just have room for a, a small chair or even a cute little stool or something like that, mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. a really nice thing to tuck in someplace in your entry. Um, I'm pe- picturing you could even be one like a, a taller stool, like even a counter one, and maybe you put a plant in an olive bucket or something like that next to it to sort of soften it mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little place to lean something because uh, oftentimes people's entries are very small, particularly in older homes. So you might not have a lot of square footage to play with. But mm-hmm. if you really get inventive and you think about, okay, what are my needs and how can I get what I need in the, in the this small square footage, I think you can pull it off. A stool, a mirror, and something where you can store car keys and things like that. You know, talking about um, an older home with a small entryway, my daughter, uh, I know that you know this, lives on Capitol Hill with her husband and my little Anderson. And their home is a Wardman style. So it's well over 100 years old. Um, and it's a townhouse. Um, they used to be called row homes, but now they're called townhomes. And they have like an sort of a, they're in the middle of a block, but it's an end unit of all of the Wardmans on their block. And um, they, say that, say it again. What are these houses called? Wardmans? It's Wardman style. It's a very oh, okay. prominent style in the Capitol Hill area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. around, just around the turn of the century they were built. And they totally gutted the whole thing, but they they opened a lot of their house up, but they kept sort of a small, um, a small entry in their foyer. And I love how they did it. They, and they have radiator heat. They kept that. And on, and to the, um, left side of the, the left side of the door as you come in, the door opens from the right to the left is a radiator. And they took these two gorgeous, uh, antique corbels from, I don't know what home they're from, but you can get a lot of restoration material in the DC area. And then, then put a, um, a horizontal plank over it and, and, uh, and um, aged that to look like the corbels. And Great then, idea. And then put a big mirror above that. And it is stunning. And then they opened up uh, their basement and they have a railing and then they have all the exposed brick going both up to their second floor and mm. down to their basement. And against on that one wall, they put, and I have one in our house. It's almost like, Think of of um, one of those old accordion gates, you know, that go small and big. Have you you know what I mean? They make like those diamond shapes. Yeah, and they, uh-huh. yeah. And they're actually 
they're made out of iron and they're actually um, hangers. Like, you know, you can hang your coats on and things. And they put that there. So it's really creative way, but yet it looks so attractive. But they are very mindful of what they put on that Mm -hmm. because they live in a very open space. And it's not, I mean, it's not a huge, it's not like they've got a 4,000 square foot home, but now they've gone from the basement to the second floor and just totally regut it. So they have a lot of area, but because it's open, they're very careful about what they put on it, mm-hmm. but yet they maximize those areas. And coming in the back door, they have um, a chalkboard and um, that has like, you know, reminders and things on it. And they've got some pretty little art because it goes into this really cool open kitchen, but they've made that also like a little, um, like message central and they have a little place that they can put the dog leashes and everything. So I think you just have to be very, they're very smart about it being functional, but they also don't want it to become a mess. And I think that everyone should sort of look at your foyer like that. What do we need it for? What are we using it for? What could we put here that could be functional, but could be done in a beautiful way? I know that they have, um, Jackie and John have in their foyer in their front, a letter box a beautiful old letter box that they can keep things that they want to take out to the mail or whatever. So it's, it's so pretty, but it's really usable and they're big at collecting art. So in those areas, they have a lot of art on their wall as well. Yeah. Well, that sounds really fabulous and fun. Yeah, it is. Sure. And, I, and I think that we can make those areas, even though they're really, sometimes they're really small, really pretty. And one of my favorite things I've seen on Pinterest, again, is just a small area. And I think it opened into maybe um, a living room. And they found a floating, uh, like three drawers that they, it was floating, you know, no feet and put it right into the wall. It was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And then put a big mirror above it. So they've got place like underneath, you could put a boot tray or you could put, you know, whatever you need to put under there. But you've got this, these three, and they were small, like long, but very narrow, floating um, drawers that open up that were, I just thought, wow, that is brilliant. Yeah, that's a smart use of space. Also, if your staircase is coming into your entry, you can either uh, build a little custom cabinet or something in that usually triangular space mm-hmm. created by the staircase coming down or mm-hmm. you can if you don't have anything encumbering you underneath the staircase you can push into it and you can make some storage area mm-hmm. in there or you can make some recessed drawers or a cabinet there i've seen that as well and mm-hmm. I, I was gonna i was thinking about doing that here but the way ours is configured the staircase coming down then meets with the other bottom of the house. So it just wouldn't have worked for us. So I was able to get a narrow console table in there, which is so functional. I love to have a lamp in the entry. Um, Sometimes the overhead light, you know, it just isn't the ambiance that you want. And again, you know, it's a functional space, but it should be fabulous and it should be welcoming as Anita said. So when you have the lamp light on, it's a lot more welcoming than having overhead, even if the mm-hmm. overhead is beautiful and on dimmers. It's, it's just cozies it up a bit. And that also gives you a flat surface. Now, not for people to drop their volleyball knee pads or half a <laughs> lunch they didn't eat or things like that, mm-hmm. but for you to put, you know, our, 
I might even say signature, you know, tray with a mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. little yes. sim- simple with a little vignette. Plant, with a plant. Something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some flowers or uh, a candle. Or again, it could be maybe some great little tin or something that you found that you love. And inside that, you put your keys or inside that you put, you know, your letters that you need to take to the mailbox, something like that. So looking for items where they have um, space to for you to tuck things away uh, mm-hmm. that you can have either on display if you can't have a drawer. And so it's functional and beautiful. And I also am a big proponent of having a rug in the entryway. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, if that works, right. I mean, I don't know that it would. It's just so narrow. I think it's not. I think a narrow runner would be gorgeous in your entryway. I have a, I have a small, um, uh, indoor outdoor rug that you sort of can step on and I can just hose it off once it gets dirty. And then I have like a larger, I actually put a sisal rug down. I used to have a black and white, uh, wool rug, which I love, which I'm saving. I'll bring it back. I'm sure. But for now, I just thought, well, I'm going to go with sisal for something different. So I just put down a big sisal rug and it's just makes such a difference. It so warms it up. And I think that if I had an, a distinct entryway, I would do something really fun with that. I would get a little carried away with a rug because I think that's a great look. Yeah, I have a rug and I, actually my mother-in-law sent it to me, oddly enough. she, I guess her feet might've been cold. Maybe she was subtly telling me her feet were cold in the bathroom, in the girl's bathroom. So she sent me this rug. I don't know where she got it. It's really a nice rug and it's sort of all the grays and... um off whites and just some black in there. And it's, you know, kind of has like an almost an oriental rug feel to it. And Mm -hmm. it's very thin. Like it almost feels like it could be silk. I have no idea. I was just going to say it's probably silk. Mm -hmm. And he's so pretty, but I mean, I have to say, and and this is not anything, you know, any sort of knock of my mother-in-law. I just don't think she would have spent a whole lot of money on a rug that she was sending me in the mail that, you know, she thought I should put in the girl's bathroom, but I didn't want to put it in the girl's bathroom because they would get you know, stuff on it. Um, and it looked perfect. Toothpaste is hard to get out Toothpaste of is hard to get out. Yeah, out and of so it looked sure, perfect yeah. in the, in the foyer. Oh. So I'm really loving that there. So that's been there. And I have to say, well, today's a rainy day. And I, I, I laugh to myself on the rainy days because I do what my mom did on rainy days. I have some towels down in my foyer because I don't oh, want to girls to like say that. Well, and I remember one time it's having pouring. a big a big party and it was pouring rain. And I think I I probably took five beach towels and put them all in my foyer that day because oh, okay. I thought, what am I gonna do? Yeah, no, it's like when I go and I give people, I'm like, I have the exact change. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm becoming my mother. Not that that's a bad thing, but I used to think, I used to roll my eyes when my mom would be like, oh, I think I have the seven cents in pennies. And then, you know, the, I would come home from school on, a, on an inclement day and there would be all the towels at the door. And I'm like, God, I don't know. The towels at the door. <laughs> no, well, I'm like, that, oh, it's a towels day. That was before like indoor outdoor carpets. Like right now, if it's snowy or rainy and well, we come through the back, but I have a, a rug down there that I don't care if it gets stuff on it. It's it was inexpensive. I can, I can hose it off. If that doesn't work, we'll get a new one. I don't, I don't usually put all the towels. I'm just so, we're so used to bad weather, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like a thunderstorm or things like that, that we really like to prepare for that. I, I just think that we may, may or should, 
make our foyers almost like a destination. Like yeah, a like Christopher. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think they get so overlooked. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of my girlfriends in their homes. They're all so beautiful. So I don't think that I can compare it to any of that. But a great place to look, honestly, um, go to Pinterest and look up entryways. The ideas are amazing. They will want you to re- you will want to redo your your entryway. And where I'm going to give another tip here as you go outside your house, walk in that front door and take some pictures of your Yay. view as you ding, walk ding, in ding. your Get house. your bell out. Get your bell out. That's today. Mm-hmm. So that's right. Because you want to see what it looks like. You want to know what it looks like from a visitor's standpoint. And if you don't take a picture of it, you're just going to see it through those same eyes you're used to seeing it in. And you're not going to notice the things that, that visitors notice. And also because it's, as we've said earlier in the episode, it's a pass-through. So you're, it's not as if you're sitting there uh, reading Taking it all in. Or right. sitting there and helping your kid do homework and looking off while they're figuring out their math problem and like, hey, I should really move that over. You're just going, right? So you might not notice that that scarf you haven't worn since last year is still hanging on the hook mm-hmm. or the coat rack. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I go into a lot of people's houses uh, that are, you know, clients or potential clients and they'll just have stuff that that amazes around. me Be, well you get you just get blind to it right you get blind yeah. to mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. the pictures like anita's saying will help tremendously to open your eyes to really what's going on there and just like any area in your home i mean you want to use it effectively and efficiently but the entryway is such mm-hmm. a um practical and functional space for and so you really need to give it some thought. And if you do, and you take some of our tips and again, go into Pinterest and whatnot, I think you can really, really improve it. And Mm -hmm. it'll make your life function a little bit better. You know, just everything that's easier. You're not looking, if you're a person who's always looking for your keys, get a dish. If you don't have room for a drawer, find a place where you put it all the time, a, a silver tray, something like that. Have all the dog stuff in one spot so you're not looking for the leash and the baggie and the this and the that. <laughs> yeah. You're going to make yourself so much happier. And let me just, let's just be honest. If you have a cute little hook that has a dog head or something, you know, something like that, or that's going to have a cute little leash and a couple little things, that's not going to look bad. That's actually going to, you know, that's, that's functional. You can make it really cute, but you don't want to have like all your dog equipment, um, at your front door. So, you know, just a leash or whatever is going to look fine. And I, I would definitely not want to hide that. Uh, in our back, we have a leash because we have, um, dogs all the time at our house, um, ours and those that are not ours. And so we keep that there. We also keep, um, a basket on one of our hooks that, you know, we keep our keys in and maybe I'll keep my, um, winter gloves in so I can just, in, instead of putting them in a pocket, and searching for them, what coat was that in? I keep a little basket with a handle hooked onto um, one of my hooks on this accordion style hanger. And my my uh, gloves go in there because I use them almost every day during the winter. Yeah, we did. Um, so we were able to get a bench that my mom had gifted to us. So that when she moved, it was an antique bench. So we also have a bench in our entryway, which is very, I, you know, I try to keep my pillows all just the way I want, but you know, people do move them and I'm okay I with that. You know, I'm okay idea. with that. <laughs> yeah. But it mm-hmm. opens even, you know, it's super old, but it opens, which is great. So I have a lot of, uh, because we don't 
every once in a while will need some gloves or a hat or a scarf. So I have a lot of that in there. And then I have to say the dog, well, Emmett in particular has a little bit of a wardrobe over the years. People have given us little sweaters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I have this Does really darling. It, do the dogs have their little amois? With their clothes in well, it? Well, they actually have a little piece of vintage luggage that I found that I oh, that slid so up under the bench. Now, and that's so, an adorable idea. That's a wonderful tip. Yeah, because you were, where are you going to put those things? And like, and not that I'm dressing them up all the time, but honestly, sometimes it's a little cold. And the new little Edith, she she actually shakes because I don't, she, she's so tiny. She gets cold. So I've actually been, you know, just opening the luggage and there it all is. And it's easy to find and it's right by the door. So, you know, think about interesting storage areas, depending on the style of your house. You may mm-hmm. not want a vintage luggage, but maybe mm-hmm. a, a basket, um, a wicker basket with a cover. Or something like, or a picnic basket Mm -hmm. style Mm -hmm. one where you can open it up. And so you don't, you're not seeing the stuff. So it doesn't have to be all like, you know, or if you have a very impressive wardrobe for your dog, you might want to display that in your (laughs) career. Oh, Anita, I don't know if you would do that. (laughs) But yeah, there are a lot of great ways that you can utilize the small space that you have. I added something um, permanently organic recently over my mirror because it's not really it's it's not necessarily a mirror where I'll be checking lipstick or something like that it's a little bit higher and it's so it's really just for bouncing the light around and making the room and the area feel bigger mm-hmm. so I got one of the larger size preserved boxwood wreaths from Ballard. And so I hung that sort of, you know, like partially over the mirror because the mirror is really tall Mm -hmm. and it goes up high. I love a boxwood wreath on Mm -hmm. a mirror. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really like that. I, you know, and I, as we talked about in the, you know, Christmas, uh, taking down your Christmas stuff and storing Christmas uh, decor episode, I'm keeping that out all year round. Mm -hmm. It was out before Christmas Mm -hmm. and it's going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Here's Good another thing. Thank you. And we've, I know we've mentioned this before, but it's worth saying again. Um, think about maybe painting the inside of your door. Oh, yeah. I love that mm-hmm, idea. Mm-hmm. I, I go idea. back and forth and back and forth about mine. It's still white. I want to paint it black. I I just do, but I don't know if I'm that brave. So we'll see. This year may be the well, year. Well, it's pretty reversible. I mean, it's mm-hmm, not it a is. big painting job, so mm-hmm. you could change it out if you mm-hmm. painted it and then decided you made a mistake it wouldn't be a big deal it's mm-hmm. not like painting exactly a whole exactly exactly yeah there's a lot of things that you can do to an area especially you know i'm thinking of a small area or a small open area that you can sort of designate it although it is it doesn't isn't really a foyer unto itself but you could dress it up to be that way you know, and it doesn't take a lot of room. And I'm looking at these creative ideas thinking, ah, oh, it almost makes me want to find another place in my home. I can put a door so I can have this cute little entryway because they can be done up so, Okay, so wait, explain fabulously. to me. Make a different entry? What do you well, say? Well, like I'd love to, I we've been, yeah, like I'd love to have a door like in my foyer, in my family room and use part of that as like a little foyer area because they're just done so cute. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. all of my entries, except for my mudroom, they're rather big and, and they're, they're unto themselves. You know, they are an entryway. So, right. oh, um, yeah. Uh, what I have in my foyer now in my front foyer that I love, and it's taken me quite a while, several pieces of furniture. I bought a buffet to put in there, a tall, um, 
uh, and you can just go on my, I'll, I'll put it, I'll put a link to it. And, and it has enough height to it and heft to it that it sits under my stairs. And finally, after, you know, having desks there and just chairs there and tables there, I finally went with something bigger and boy, can I store a lot in it. Now, if I had children still living at home, I would put backpacks in there. Mm-hmm. Get them out of the way. What do you have in there now? I have candles, candle holders, table runners, things like that in there. Did you take your napkins out and start using oh, them? Oh, not yet. That's my that's my job for the for by the end of the week or the weekend, I'll have that done. Okay, okay, just checking. Well, you know, I'm I've, I'm working with this horrific. Like Bob calls it my thirty year cold. Like he says, it's been thirty years since I've seen you have a cold this bad. Oh. So yeah, I'm just like hobbling along. So everything that I wanted to get done like right away at the first of the year, yeah, is now sort of stretched out. But That's it will okay. be done. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this has been so fun and so many great ideas. I hope you picked up an idea that you can use. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.